<laughs> I think I, I am recording. Let me let me just make sure. I am. I am recording. Okay. I am also now yes. recording. Um, so, Derek, uh, this probably is an expression of my faith in you. Uh, which movies did you watch? For today? Yeah. Um, last Picture Show in Four Good Days. That's a hundred percent batting average right there. I was like, last. Wait, are you shocked? Are you shocked? I, up that I, I, watched both? I would have gone with the over on you showing up and saying last picture show. I can't wait to talk about it for two hours. And then <laughs> Dave or myself say four good yeah. days, and you're like, what's that? Totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. If, look, if the over under was one and a half, I would have gone under. Like that's. Well, I mean, it was really that's... four good minutes because that's. <laughs> All I enjoyed of that fucking film, but let's start I'm, there. I'm kidding. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Let's start with four good days. Then. <laughs> I'm gonna level with you, Molly. Opioids have a 97 percent relapse rate. You have gone through this 15 times. Do you know what an opiate antagonist is? No. It's a shot we give you once a month. The shot essentially makes you immune to getting high. Is it safe? Are you kidding me? Now all of a sudden your body's a temple? You have to be clean for at least a week. Four more days, seriously? Tired of what we've been through. I'm scared for you whenever she's around. Who is that? If I wasn't a junkie, would you even ask? Probably not. Whenever I've decided to re-engage with her, I've always done it with my eyes wide open. So you feel like you've run out of hope. I can't do that. Yes, you can. I do want to give up the fight. Mom, how is she? She sits around smoking, twitching, and I am there watching her like a hawk and pretending that I'm not. Almost one day down. Three more to go. When you think it's the end of the road. I'm so sorry. Wish I'd been around. You should have been. You think it's my fault. But you're an addict. Oh my god. It just goes on and on. I am and so on. sorry that my drug addiction is so incredibly difficult on you. Sometimes I get the feeling that I don't want to love her anymore. How many times that I have told myself that I'm not gonna steal to get high? Someday I want things to be easier for her. That I'm not gonna lose custody of my children to get high. What does it take to get see? And you'll never get I'm so sorry, Mom. If there's anyone who has the strength to break free of this, it's you. I really believe that. I'm proud of you. Somehow. When did I recommend? Well, I didn't recommend it as in I had seen it, but this was like a few weeks ago. Dave, I was like, well, there's nothing coming out. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate Denison recommendation. <laughs> well, there's nothing. So what about this shit? <laughs> I thought, well, I'll, I'll talk to Dave because this is, kind, I guess, kind of, sort of his line of work. Uh, our guest. Yep. Derek here of uh, I'm not just going to do this because it's me uh, the grand gesture and whatever you two are now doing that I think is officially out I don't know if it is yes it, we, we okay. have a trailer I was like, I know my command 
There, I, I, I got sent a sneak preview from Derek and didn't listen to it because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried listening to it, uh, but where it was in a uh, text message, where it was an iMessage, uh, I had it on the shower. Um, for If you listen to audio through a message and the screen goes off, it just stops. It doesn't keep the uh, the playing feature. So I'm like, am I going to oh, be yeah. – I'm nude. I'm, I'm wet. Am I going to be constantly fighting with my phone <laughs> just so I can listen to this <laughs> – I mean, this is this is how we want our listeners yes. for our show. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Just nude and wet. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to struggle to listen to this uh, pilot episode of whatever this nonsense is, but um, zero effort. It, it was fun. <laughs> you could have just for the you first put clothes on while you're wet, just to hit play. Then disrobed uh, and gotten back in the shower. You you Ugh. have to either get me like podcast. I'm in the shower, or I'm on, on my way to work, and so. No. Um, I just did not because I couldn't be bothered to change my settings on my phone to don't go to auto sleep. So I'm like, I'll get when it's official. I'll listen to it. Or did actually just click the link so it's not playing in the messages app. This was a preview. This was the this was the. Uh, oh, I was, I was, could have, and could I, have clicked know. on the 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 text and just saved it to files. Maybe hit play. Uh, uh, but oh, I don't want to be the text savvy guy who's earlier this week because it wasn't plugged in. <laughs> Uh, yes, if you want to to listen to uh, <laughs> the extremely accomplished uh, from a technical perspective, <laughs> your list, Mike, man, um, sure, it, it sounds neat. Uh, I request to be on the broadcast news episode. That's what I, my I'm throwing my hat in the okay. ring because I, I have looked at at least Dave's list on Letterbox. I don't mm. know, if, Derek, if you are you a Letterbox user or not. I can't remember. Yes, he, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are, do you use I, I, it, or do you just have a handle? I, I, okay, so this is what I love about this interaction. I asked Derek the same question, mm-hmm. and his reaction was, how dare you? Uh-huh. How, how dare you assume I wasn't on there? And you ask him, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm well, <laughs> meek, meek podcast guest Derek Stewart. Good lord. To be fair, actually, to attack both of you, I right. am followed by, no, I'm pretty like sure it. I'm followed by both of you on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And yeah, that was probably the only embarrassing part was that I looked and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, there he is. I didn't. Send, <laughs> so I think Dave has linked to you yet, Mike. Though I need to do that. Okay, I think Dave has said before about Letterbox, and it's probably what I appreciate about it as I guess quasi social media platform is that you really don't pay attention to what anyone says unless they happen to watch or have watched a movie that you are now logging, and that's where yeah. I'll, I'll get people checking out my stuff only years later when they're like, I just watched this. <laughs> yeah. Who else watched this movie that I know? That's it. But yeah. yeah. And Derek watches nine movies a year. So it's yeah. not very so likely that that's going to pop up. Thank you. <laughs> Plus Look, four good what, days. What, re- four good days. Zack Snyder doesn't count. That's, <laughs> I need to. I'm going to look up if you've logged for good days, Derek. I'll, I'll give you that credit. But uh, look, we've got uh, drug counselors on here. They know more about this than me. Um, Sadly, Mila Kunis has uh, fucked up teeth. That seems to be like for the the commoners. That seems to be the oh my god, what has happened to this beautiful woman? Mm. Kind of ploy, which I'm not saying is not an honest physical representation of what could happen to people. Mm. But that was. That was somewhat where I turned against the movie. I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful <laughs> actress getting to get down the mucky muck and be a real person. And it feels like, strangely, a vanity project, if you can say that about mm. like an actress like ugling themselves up. Um, not very fun. Not <laughs> not saying it should be. <laughs> but this is like, it's strangely, it's Oscar bait that 
I guess is if it's not critically well received, which what does this have on Rotten Tomatoes? Fifty, I think three, something like that. Fifty-two. 52. Man, why am I making fun of Derek? He's like totally mm-hmm. on his game today. Locked in. Uh, this is probably <laughs> a uh, representation of the desperation that uh, movie lovers have, or just people wanting to see new content. Eighty-one percent from audience. Uh, the Ooh. audience score for Rotten Tomatoes, which yikes. It, doesn't seem that entertaining, but what, how many? What is that? Twelve votes. I mean, how many? How many people says, watch this movie? Well, okay, you know, it's funny. In fairness, it says a hundred plus verified ratings for audience score. <laughs> the critics' reviews were only seventy three, which normally, what is it like? You know, two thousand or something. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, we we are the best of film criticism because I actually went to the theater to see this. Wow. Discount Tuesday, wow. $5, because uh, it was cheaper to see it in theaters than it was to, uh, that's true. to pay for it <laughs> digitally. Uh, what did you all pay for this, by the way? Nothing. Uh, I think six ninety nine. There we this, go. This morning at mm. 7 a.m. Oh, God. Oh. Ooh, I, hey, good I had about a hundred. I made a promise. Uh, okay, so uh, this Worth is- Worth every you know, penny coming right off of a saturday morning <laughs> rental of four good days what are your thoughts on this derek um you're along with the the audience 81 percent fresh it's a uh, greatest hits of of everything you would expect from a relationship with a mother and a recovering addict and it still doesn't make you feel anything for them that that's the that was <clears throat> what i thought the entire way through and we you kind of alluded to this it's just not a very fun movie and not that this source material would be expected to be i mean it's not an action film right like it's it's a it's a melodrama um about a really difficult subject matter um in which an an individual has a issue or uh, quality of life issue that they'll face for the rest of their lives right that that's the whole idea with addiction um but it's like they hit every trope and uh you know even that scene you're you know when you're talking about uh where she um, shows her her teeth or lack thereof. It's like if you feel that they're that they're building to it, or they're, they're like, okay, this is time where we we really show all the effort that that we. That's put the into action this. scene. That's yeah, the exactly. That's that should be the fun moment. And it, instead, I'm just like, oh, get that off my my phone uh, <laughs> because that's where I was watching it. <laughs> um, but you know, you're talking about ugling up two beautiful actresses with Glenn Close. And I don't know the, if I said other, two, but go ahead. Pretty sure that's what you said. Um, <laughs> we got the recording here. Uh, <laughs> I I just couldn't get into it. It was you know, and and as you kind of you also said that uh, Dave and I have worked with um, you know you know substance uh, you know abuse substance use disorders um, in a from a professional sense. So a lot of the stuff isn't that it's like a hundred percent crazy inaccurate stuff. Like these are some of the things that you'd see with with a, you know, a mother um, or a invested family member, um, you know, continually trying to assist in helping that person, but really in, at at some point making it worse or or kind of co-signing the bullshit we used to often say um, in treatment facilities. Uh, so a lot of the stuff isn't. It's not that it's like crazy inaccurate. Um, but it, it doesn't also mean that it, it makes it interesting either. And that was compelling. the biggest thing. Like, how's it compelling to the average yes. person? Yeah. yeah, it just didn't didn't do that for me. I, I've got a review here that, uh, just a splat from Seattle Refined, uh, Candace McMillan. 
Um, and it says the film is as harrowing as it is indulgent, as rooted in reality as it is lost to hyperbole. And I thought, yeah, that's that's the thing because in the grounded moments, it's kind of boring or mundane. Like the the mother and daughter are working on a puzzle together, basically just trying to find this space together, whatever this, this frayed relationship they have. Uh, but then, um, it's like the chasing, chasing the attic down through the streets of wherever the fuck they are. Uh, even that's kind of dull and it's, it's dull in the sense of like, Oh, I've seen this movie before. Not that I've had these experiences. Isn't that the most unbelievable thing though? Uh, and, and Dave, you can probably speak to this as well of a parent, uh, who's seen just how bad the addiction can get for their child and the things that you'll do, right, to fund your use, right, to continue to be good at being an addict. And so if you're if you're Glenn Close and you've seen this for like a decade, you know the, the folks that your daughter's been around and interacted with, how comfortable are you really to just bust up in that house? Um, <laughs> like I get that that's your child and everything, but you know that she knows the game in a way that you don't know the game. And so she's like, I don't give a fuck who's here like i'm gonna i'll whip your ass and yours and you guys that are fucking are you wearing a condom like she's very comfortable in that environment Uh, but you know that she hasn't actually taken part of that environment like her information about it has come secondarily to what she's been told from her from her daughter's perspective so that that kind of threw me off a little bit that this suburban mother is going to kick the door down and be okay with also Derek. Is that the only black person in this movie? Is like the big scary oh, black yeah. man she attacks. <laughs> like I was like, really? That's the uh, Jesus. <laughs> like, come on. There's so okay. There's so much wrong with this movie. Like, I recovery movies are hard for me to watch in general because, as you mentioned, that's my that's my job. Um, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor, so this is the stuff I see every day. So it's it it becomes pretty easy to pick this stuff apart. And this movie is no exception. Um, pretty much every. Pretty much every movie about drug addicts, it's going to be just a collection of ticks and stereotypes uh, for about two hours, and that's what Mila Kunis is doing here. Um, and it's, and I think that for me is where the the like I don't feel anything comes from because you don't feel like a real person. Um, it's not that these ticks aren't real; they don't happen in addicts and recovering people. They do, um, but those people are more than that. Um, and that's all we have here. It's like you have. A relationship with her mother that she hopes to maintain, that she hopes to make better. Um, and then you have, you know, Drug Addict 101 performance. And that's really all you have here. Um, so so there's no real connection to any of these characters. And you need that in a movie like this. If, if it's going to be this journey towards recovery and figuring out where you're going to go, then you need to connect with these characters. And I really don't think you do. And that's the danger of starting a movie in the middle of a relationship is it, it tasks the movie with, okay, we got to reference things that you haven't seen that are in the past and convince you that this is a real relationship. And I don't think they ever do that. Um, I don't think Glenn Close is bad, but it's, you know, it's not particularly good either. Apparently all she's going to do is recovery movies uh, from now on. That's like, that's like her niche because uh, she just did Hillbilly Elegy. Um, but I think, you know, the point in the movie where I really, I really turned my back on it was a little bit later. It was after the teeth. Uh, so a little bit later than it was for Mike, where he's like, pretty girl ugly, don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I want to move away from it. That was, those were my exact caveman words, as I said, alone in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a scene where she is taken to a detox facility, um, and they ask her how many times she's gone through detox. 
And she says, I think she says either 13 or 14. I can't remember which one it is. And the reaction of the detox worker is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. Because she looks at her like, my God, you are (laughs) what? And I get why they're doing it because that's what they want the audience to think. But let me tell you, as someone who works in this field, uh, that ain't shit. 14? That's normal. That's so. Wait, are you trying to besmirch Mila Kunis as like you know get, come, the, la- come. <laughs> the, the last drug addict, <laughs> the greatest of all time? Right. I mean, it's just like the reaction is so unrealistic because when you're in that line of work, you see it all. Like, yes. I mean, I've had my life threatened numerous times. I've had people, you know, come in. That with, has nothing to do with, with his job, by the way. <laughs> no, they're both. No it's both. I've had people who've been in and out of rehab um, for 60 years. Like, this is not, like, 13 or 14 times is not something that, like, would shock you if you worked in that profession. Um, and that reaction. I have a question directed, about that. I was like, eh, go ahead. Do you think they have to lower uh, the, the number here uh, to that extent? Because there is a danger with these films. If. <laughs> If you're going out to a general audience, so let's say people who thankfully don't have any experience with this, yeah. with addiction that way, I always feel like they're running up against the rail as far as how much the audience will extend their sympathy to the main character, the addict here, or maybe even the mother for putting up with this. I think Stephen sure. Root is playing, in some ways, the audience surrogate as far as like more of this bullshit. <laughs> Why are you yelling um, at me? Please stop. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I wonder if they have to have, you know, a third party, uh, react that way, because if you're lucky enough to not have any sort of family experience with this, that sounds large. And it sounds like, yeah, no, uh, no, Glenn I, Close has really got an uphill battle here yes. with this one. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's, that's what they're doing. But all honestly, from a filmmaking perspective, all you have to do is have her say that number and have Glenn Close react to it. Like a shameful mm. sigh. Not or, the professional. Yeah, the professional should know better. Like, that's like, yep. it's like going to a heart specialist and being like, well, I have pains in my chest. What? Oh my God, you have pains in your chest. Like, <laughs> no, that's that's the job. That's what you do. So, so that is the point where I really turn from it. And then after that, the movie gets more and more ultra dramatic. Like, it's, it's a dramatic sequence of events, no matter what, when you're talking about recovery. Like, when you've got, like, her trying to bust into her mom's house and the alarms and all that stuff. But once you, you know, go to the, like, oh, we gotta go to the trap house and we gotta save this girl that we've never met. I was like, what? It seemed like there are a bunch of stories that they wanted to make a bigger part of this and they just couldn't, either couldn't finance that or they couldn't build it into the script enough. So it just felt like, well, we gotta give our characters something to do. They gotta leave the house at some point. So, yeah, we'll have them save this girl who used to be your friend i guess and there's a lot of see that you again yeah hear from again almost. It, it, it feels like chapters right like mm-hmm. it's like if you went to a treatment facility and said okay we have 14 clots here we'll ask each of you to give us one one small nugget of, of of a story about something that occurred in your life related to your addiction your recovery and we're going to turn that into one movie about one character Right. Um, so what Dave is essentially saying is this deserves to be a four-hour, you know, just like make it, just, just make it some bullshit. No. Just make it some bullshit miniseries that no one will watch. It's fine. <laughs> I think the issue, uh, which kind of both of you have, have touched on a little, is this uh, siloing off to where it's just going to be a two-hander. Even within the the just the family boundaries of uh, there, there's a sister. Uh, that Glenn Close, there's a scene where she goes to have lunch with her, and it, it plays out in pretty obvious fashion. Which I don't, I don't think it condemns Glenn Close character in the moment. Maybe it does if it's meant to. If we're meant to extrapolate this one interaction out to the entire dynamic with her other child of the, I guess the non, 
uh, you know, this is if Mila Kunis is like the uh, sort of the good son, Macaulay Culkin, like the one that comes to wreak havoc. <laughs> I like your movie better already. That sounds awesome. I would, I Calling drug that. addicts bad people just by nature. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's, that's in this instance. If you're looking at it just from the sister's perspective, I'm like, oh. Um, so yet again, my life is on hold. You have no interest in what's going on with me because of this. And from a practical point of view, it's like, of course, because your sister's life may be in danger. Maybe this is the point where she finally turns. That's the sort of the little monologues that they give Glenn Close is that she's like, I really believe in her this time. And the outsider, the other, the sister is like, "Mm." you know, she doesn't say anything, but it's like, well, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I, I don't, I don't buy into this. Uh, I wish there were more relationships other than just this two-hander between Glenn Close and Mila Kunis and Stephen Root, who is is kind of definitely an outsider perspective. He, he's he's come into, from what I remember, having seen this a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, he came into this relationship already defined as such, right? I don't, I, I you know, that you have this uh, father abandonment sort of issue with her, but this is a guy that comes into this family dynamic where she's already sort of the troubled uh, the troubled daughter. He wants um, really no part of it. Well, it's, you know, it's, I, I don't think, I don't look at him as like a bad guy necessarily, but, um, it's not really, I don't think a fair reflection of the Glenn Close character or him where he's like, well, you're a lot harder to deal with when your fucking drug addict daughter comes back to town. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, But part of me is, is kind of like, he seems like the kind of guy who's like, man, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Like that's, yes. that's that's not my kid. And usually she's not here. And every and about once <laughs> once a year and a half she yes. shows up and our whole <laughs> life fucking explodes. There's a tooth like, just <laughs> sitting outside. <laughs> right. She's been here. Right. It's like oh man. So like weirdly like even though I am involved in recovery as my job like. That he may be the most relatable character in this movie, where he's just like, and there's all these moments where he's try tries to kindly say things to Glenn Close's character, and he gets basically a big fuck you every time. Like, why would you fucking talk to me like that? That's yes. my daughter. Is like, yeah, but also like, I care about you, and this is destroying you on a daily basis. Um, you, you say, uh, what about the biological father? Do you find him to be equally relatable that he's just kind of like, hey, no, we've been no. here before. <laughs> I have my uh, Christmas lights still out here. I'm dealing with them right now. I can't get them to turn off, so I can't be worried about her. Right. He was at least a part of that girl's childhood. Like, you you know, you have some of that responsibility. This other guy just coming in to this war zone is like, oh, I thought we were in a ceasefire and now the, the enemy is at the gates. Like, what do we what do we do here? What? Who do you think the target audience is for this? Is it is it people coming f- with Glenn Close as the main character, or do you think it's a younger audience looking at Mila Kunis as the main character? I think the film leans towards Glenn Close. Yeah, it's from her too. perspective. Yeah. But I have a one of the positive reviews, which it says three out of five, mm-hmm. is from the <laughs> AARP Movies for Grownups website. So I'm like, how do, do I have to wait before I can apply? Yeah, you, to you, get can't, into... you can't be watching their movies. You got to character gotta... actor, Steven Root. And they make sure to put his age in here. Cause I mean, I guess that's what the website's about. 69 plays the nice. largely understanding, largely understanding stepfather in this contemporary tearjerker. <laughs> tearjerker. I, I think... 
I love that we're all upset about different things. <laughs> different things. <laughs> this, Mike's like largely understanding. There's this beer God. God <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Uh, I apologize to Thelma Adams of the AARP Movies for Grownups. Uh, I am now a huge fan of your website. Does, does she in... put her age in her uh, in her bio? Like, oh, Dave, like, don't be like, rude. Like she's putting everyone else's yes. business in this. How old is this Thelma? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I click on the website and. Um, it's a. Uh, it's got a lot of links to YouTube <laughs> videos. I don't know if their target audience is gonna like this. Like it's just. I was hoping it looked like something off Netscape Navigator. Like ninety five. <laughs> They're kind of disappointing me here with how updated they are. Um, yeah, I, I I had that thought. I was uh, actually I'm I was fibbing a little bit. There actually was one other person in my theater, and it was you know like a mid twenties woman or something. Hmm. So I missed the opportunity to. Uh, you know, relate to the senior citizens who I often see at movie theaters because they can't handle this uh, a streaming service or anything. Um, but I thought, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge Glenn Close guy, and in, in this instance, like I've not been a big fan of this the film Twitter like give her an Oscar thing for like these kind of weak ass performances she's had in the last I don't know ten years. Uh, considering that she did like really interesting work right. in her youth, and now it's like, yes, that's what you're referencing, but this this is kind of the wife, dull trash, right. and this I don't honestly, Dave, I'll say this, I don't see any difference between this and the wife really, as far as it's this kind of bland, mm. very simple like uh, drama between two characters, and you know all the beats that it's going to hit, and you know Glenn Close will get a moment to uh, have her scene. Have her, have her thing, but I don't think it's an interesting character play. I don't think she does anything interesting here. I'm not saying Mila Kunis does either, because you know that, that's all the effects work. That's all the the Charlize Theron monster makeup stuff they're doing with her. But I, I mean, other than the fact that they, I hate to say anything is easy because I couldn't. I'm not an actor, but it seems like this is too easy of a role for Glenn Close. Oh, this feels like this into. is like something she could do in her sleep. Like she's yeah. not like, and like I said, like she's not bad. Uh, it's not a bad performance at all. It, it hits all the marks it's supposed to, but there's not a lot. And, and you kind of mention it, which I find interesting that there's nothing really surprising here. There's nothing surprising for me again, because this is my field. Um, but so. you, you fucking idiot when it comes to the world of addiction. <laughs> well, it'd be like if I, you know, if I was watching some movie about some country ass bullshit you're interested in, maybe I would be surprised. Country-ass <laughs> Unnecessary, but okay. <laughs> Isn't Dave the only one that watched the Hillbilly movie in this instance? <laughs> Hillbilly, uh, the Hillbilly Elegy, or yeah, yep. I didn't watch it. The but there was Whatever. Dave. Yeah, like a tu- like a tourist. Ooh, what are Whatever these people like? <laughs> this is what the Appalachians are like, right? This is it. I've moved to Kentucky just now. Next, Dave, I guess. <laughs> I need to see where I'm going. Who are who am I going to be interacting yeah, with? Netflix like, will tell me. Netflix, wrong okay. turn, please. Yeah, Let me. <laughs> <laughs> One-eyed idiots who touch their sisters <laughs> look like. We've gone totally off the rails. Uh, well, well, I can bring it right back. Are you saying four good, four good days to the, the learned men that you both are? Does it come across that way, or is it just well-meaning, but, um, you know... I was going to say toothless, but I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. I, I was like, I really struggled, but I'm like... I love how that you stopped yourself, and you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to go on I'm like, anyway. Yeah. Whatever, fuck no, it. No, I mean, I think it's the latter. I think it's like, it's, there's something insulting about this. It's a completely well-meaning movie. It's, you know, designed to be, you know, this journey between mother and daughter and they get to this better plight. Like, and you kind of know all the beats it's going to hit. It's not, it's not, it's an inoffensive movie that does exactly what it sets out to, but that doesn't make it any good. 
Actually, I actually have a question for you, Dave. What do you think of? Actually, I have two. First, what do, what do you think of the the scene in which uh, Mila Kunis, what uh, six days kind of clean, uh, goes to the high school and is asked to basically tell her whole life story? God, when she's not had any amount of time, really. Uh, too soon. To, it's too, too soon. soon. What are you too doing? Soon. Like, like so. The, the there's pro- the Oscar moment. The, though. It, <laughs> it's, it's, that's what they're trying for. Yeah, the program I work for is like a. They do 30 days in residential and then 30 days with us, right? So that's 60 days clean, right, for most people because most people come into detox. Uh, and I would not I would not want them for, for their own mental health and safety to go talk about this with strangers after go 60 days. Right. The worst aspects of your life right. in this, front of complete strangers. And this is 10% of that time. This is 60. Like, no, you know, you're not ready. Like, and that's okay. You need to build up to that. that. And especially going to talking to a school, like a bunch of teenagers who are going to be like, sure. man, fuck you. You don't know shit. Blah, blah, blah. Let it's me, like that one I would, I would just never do that. Oh. What's wrong with you? You dumb. Like, it was just like, oh, okay. So yeah, that, I, I did like have great. the, uh, the dare representative showing up of like, well, I just said no. <laughs> that's how I handled it. <laughs> we'll have a 15 year old talking back. It would, I would have been okay with that scene if, if they changed the the focus of this film to uh, the relationship between the mother and daughter being more at fault for their, their present circumstances, not this, as Dave mentioned, this thing that happened in the past that we didn't see where Glenn close was unhappy with her marriage. And in some regards, her daughter felt abandoned. Uh, It's just, it was sad to me, not, not all of the, the highlight reel of, of uh, drug addiction that Mila Kunis was trying to explain to these little twerps (laughs) in the classroom. It was sad to me that Glenn Close was so pleased with it. Like, yeah, like you thought that went well. Like, you've done something good, and I'm like, man, that's like, I don't know, it's demeaning, and it's like kind of hurtful that it's like, I need you to shame yourself publicly. I need you to be to flog yourself in front of others, and then I will believe your pain. Not not when you're trying to have a one on one conversation with me, your own mother. It's almost like another situation. It's kind of like what uh, Dave was, you know, mentioning about the doctor. Of you know, while we don't argue about like this being completely outside the scope of what you would see, there are moments in which people behave in a way that is a little puzzling if you're kind of used to that that population. Like in reality, the mom should be a little concerned if she's been around her daughter for this long and she knows the things that are going to be a, a trigger for her daughter. The fact that that she's got her, you know her girl up there talking about these things clearly that they're ha- they're taking some toll on her. It's emotionally draining, and in the car she's like, "I'm so proud of you. You look so confident. You, you don't think that this could be problematic? Like, maybe a maybe a, are you be... okay? Maybe a, like, yeah, a yeah. little concern. A little concern. It's I don't know. I, one question that that I, I had was whether or not this would be the type of film that you would see someone want to show to folks in recovery they, i wouldn't but i wouldn't be surprised if this were the type of film that would get shown um they already tried uh oh, at, at yeah. my site they were like we should watch and this was like literally the day after i had watched it for this uh, and they're like we should we should show them that new movie that for good i was like no we're not doing that Absolutely oh, Dave not. was uh, going around uh, saying, "Hey, subscribe to my podcast." <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> I don't need people I work with knowing <laughs> this side of me. No, 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 no. Yeah, so no, I don't think it would be a good idea to show people in recovery this at all. Because honestly, not because it's going to give them like terrible ideas or right. blah blah blah, but they're going to watch it and they're going to be like, 
uh, yeah, this isn't, uh, not that this isn't real, but, like, there's gonna be a lot of the reaction I had with, like, well, that ain't shit. Like, that's, that's right. nothing. That's, you know, they're not gonna be impacted by it. They're gonna need something that's they're a little more rooted. more than one big black man in a trap house. <laughs> yes, yes. To really offend them. That's right. And that little kid's gonna have to say, you suck, a couple more times. <laughs> yes. To really make an impact. <sighs> I know Mike had to hate that scene. Uh, Mike would have ruin that fucking little boy. He would have destroyed that kid. You suck. You suck. <laughs> I like there was a movie uh a few years ago, Ben is back with Julia Roberts, which another one similar. we show at our work. Yep. <laughs> similar but and I don't know if that one is more or less offensive that I think about halfway through they just turn it into a thriller. They turn it into like a chase movie <laughs> of like gotta find Ben. Gotta find, gotta find this kid. Um <laughs> That's still like I think just for for the the commoners, uh, the the dancing hillbillies that Dave thinks we all are, um, that are going out in dancing storm to see a Julia Roberts, a Julia Roberts uh, drug addiction thriller. Um, Can we change the name I of found, our podcast to the Dancing Hillbillies? Can we just? Call I'm it sure that? there already is like multiple YouTube channels that have you know covered that. And, uh, a jug band in the back, it'll be great. <laughs> patching my overalls right now. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Actually, my wife's though. sister's doing that. The, the only movie I'm interested in is Dave being in Kentucky for 10 years, and we're going to have, he's going to be Mila Kunis, except it's going to be a hillbilly Dude. thing. He is going to turn. <laughs> and He goes back have... to California, they try to save him. Yeah, it's probably going to be true. Like, that's that's not that far off. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I have another review from RogerEbert.com from Nell Minow that says, these are important stories that should be seen, but audiences need more than scripts that are primarily acting exercises. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's I think that hits it on the head where uh, I always feel like I shouldn't be too rough on these type of movies. It's like, well, people who have gone through this deserve to have their stories told, but I can't help but feel much like Dave uh, the California bitch that he is, like <laughs> <laughs> coming down to talk so down rough. to Kentucky, <laughs> that the the people doing this are not the ones that should be. I don't I don't know who should tell these stories, but it's like I, I just see Glenn Close and Mila Kunis, and it's immediately kind of off putting to me. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that as someone who's not in that world or had that experience, so I don't know who has the right. That's like sort of a separate, longer topic as far sure. as who can tell. Does it feel uh, like they looked at stories. the script and thought, "Oh, this will be fun"? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get to act, capital I'll A. I'll get to act, act but then yeah. it's still giving like 50% of, of my ability. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my I, I probably should just end the episode on calling Dave a California bitch. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. I mean, I spent enough time talking shit about you all. Not y'all, but you all. Uh, so uh-huh. you, can, uh-huh. <laughs> you can end there. That's Where's totally this fine. movie even set? This has like <laughs> really uh, nothing to do with our... Like it's not well, like this was set in Kentucky. Yeah, but we 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 got on like the, the Netflix movie that we, Dave yes. is like watches every day. Apparently, <laughs> uh, once was enough. I think I'm good. Much like Four Good Days, once was enough. There we go. All right, you're back to being a fucking professional again. Finally, <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, you got something going on with Derek? We mentioned at the top of the show. Where can people find all those social media accounts? Uh, we don't need to pimp out our stuff. They're already listed. Yeah, we we got them. We got them already. Yeah. If they're still here, yep. God bless you. All fifteen. Uh, years <laughs> me, so I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek and I uh, started another podcast because I had you know room on my note taking app for two or three more podcasts. So I guess I had to start another one. Um, up. And it's called uh, Your List, My Command. So. 
Again, Dave is adhering to lists as always. We each made a list of 50 movies that we should have seen by now, and the other one picks the movie that the other one has to watch. So I pick a movie off of Derek's list to make him watch it, and then he picks one off of mine. Uh, you can, of course, find that on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice, your list, my command. And uh, our Twitter handle is at your list pod. And that shows you how much I'll be talking on that podcast. Yeah, it's about right. right. Shut up. Why are you still talking? Uh, I feel bad for Derek because at least when he's on as a guest, there's a Zoom, since we're cheap bastards, a reminder like, hey, this needs to wrap up soon. But on those true two-handers, you know, Glenn Close and Mila Kunis right here in front of me, uh, you all can just speak for hours and hours on end. And there's no clock, Derek. Nothing that comes in. Unless I guess you just hit the power button or something. Oh, my power went out. I don't know what to tell you. That's the fifth time this month. <laughs> Pay your bills. Good Lord. All of my emotions feel the same, feel the same. You don't like where this is going. Look away, look away. Derek was on um, it was like a commercial for Eastern Kentucky University or something what and, and it was uh, why have I, I not been shown can, this I don't know if you can find, I can find it, it now I, I gotta Keith knows I guarantee you Keith knows <laughs> yes it's in one of his porn folders <laughs> yeah. I'm sure <laughs> but um, I never noticed like BBC EJU uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ oh, there it is I'm <laughs> This Keith's Twitter handle. I'll make sure to let him know he got a mention here. <laughs> hey, you better be recording because otherwise I'll have to go to my backup. Uh, Keith Rito one. Shout out just for you. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I never really noticed Derek's accent except I'm guessing when you get nervous or something it comes out yeah. a little bit more because on that video I'm like that's not even the same person like what is he is it, I, I thought they you were playing him. the character I thought they said hey amp it up a little bit he's like you want country I'll give you country <laughs> <laughs> but that was just a small taste when we're attacking Dave for his uh, I don't know uh, what are you doing Dave you're cultural appropriation by moving yes, here yes. and then saying here's what Kentucky life is like I'll tell you uh, <laughs> you natives I'm imagine Dave in a commercial where he's just showing off farms uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's cultural here you'll see grass it's not, it's not cultural corn. it's not cultural appropriation until I start chewing or something like that then I'm really ten years from now we'll see you <laughs> Kunis mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be uh, compared to Mila Kunis and this is definitely not the way Spitting I your Mountain Dew uh, can. <laughs> oh, it's like being at work. Oh, you are not wrong.